Hello and welcome to our Tag One Team Talk on Laravel, from the evolution of monolithic applications to the revolution of fully decoupled systems. I'm Michael Myers, the Managing Director of Tag One Consulting, and I'm joined today by Laszlo Horvath, one of our senior software engineers. Laszlo, thank you so much for joining us. We broke today's talk down into three segments. This is part one, where Laszlo and I are going to talk about Laravel in general and just give you a quick overview. Be sure to check out part two, the evolution of web development from monolithic apps to fully decoupled systems, and part three, the future of application development in Laravel. All right, let's jump in. Stepping back, Laszlo, you know, I don't think all of our listeners are familiar with Laravel. I think it'd be really helpful to give people an overview at a high level. What, what is Laravel? So Laravel is currently the most popular uh, PHP framework. So to contrast, contrast it with uh, Drupal or WordPress, something that the listeners may be uh, more familiar with, it's not like a system, a CMS system or a content management system. It's really a fully fledged framework. So it exists alongside Symfony and CodeIgniter as maybe the most popular uh, PHP frameworks out there. Currently, it's, I think it has four times the downloads that Symfony has. So it's currently really the most popular framework out there. I read some interesting statistics and basically in all areas of, of application, so business, marketing, e-commerce, you, you name it, it's currently the most popular framework only in the healthcare system. So in the health, Symfony is more popular. It's, which is really an interesting thing for me because I, I, I'm like, I try to wrap my hand, head around it. So why would, in all the other areas, it's basically the same ratio. So about three times as, as used as Symfony. And, and somehow in healthcare, Symfony, Symfony is like dominating. But yeah, that's it. So basically it, it exists as long as Symfony does. So but they both started in 2011. And it, it grew in popularity in the last couple of years. So it has a really vibrant ecosystem. And I think what, what really separates it from, from, from the others is, is it has a massive and really great documentation and a great general experience about how you can learn things, where you can look things up. They have Laracasts, they have a bunch of uh, useful podcasts where, where you can learn about new things. They have Twitter accounts where they publish like interesting tidbits where you can just read like a tweet of, of like, <laughs> 120 characters and you can learn something interesting. So this is this is what really keeps the community engaged. And through this, they they manage to, to build an ecosystem where the community contributes with great packages, with great extensions, with things like this, where you know the, the core team. Actually, the core team is like 10% of the Symphony core team. So the Symphony core team is more than 2,000 people who are involved, and the Laravel core team core team is like 200 something contributors. So it's not really that big, but the ecosystem around it is, is so, so well, so nicely developed that that people are contributing from all areas. And then in the end, you get you get a much more, much better experience. And basically, whatever you need, you can find a really recognized version because, you know, generally the problem is when you when you're using something like what to choose, which, which package to choose. Is it well-maintained? What's, what's it like? Is it, or is it covered with tests? Is the coverage okay? You, you know, you usually pick like, okay, this is mostly used. This has the most installs. This has the most feedback. 
stars, whatever on GitHub or install some com composer. And then you, you pick, pick it like that. And, and here generally Laravel, it's somehow it, it just like weeds itself out. And then you just know like which packages are, are the best. Plus there are some officially maintained packages as extensions to the core framework, which you can use. And this just, just you know, that whatever you use, it feels the same. So whatever you take from the extensions, from contributed stuff from the community, it still feels like Laravel. It still feels the same. It's, you still write it the same way. You use the same things and, you know, you can just jump in and, and, and be productive straight away. It's interesting. I, I knew that Laravel was really popular. I, I didn't realize how much more popular than yeah. Symfony it was. That's, that's pretty astounding. And as someone who does a lot of, you know, work with open source and open source communities, it's amazing to see that such a small group of people are having such an impact. You know, typically in a, in a large project, a small number of people are contributing the majority of the changes, but it's interesting how small the overall community is. You know, there must be yeah. a larger yeah. number of people making changes. I, I want to I yeah. do that and learn more. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we actually, I had, had an experience, sorry to interrupt you, where like I was trying to, to do something to make a change on the DB schema through Laravel. I stumbled upon a bug. So I actually submitted a PR to the core team where we fixed, uh, like it, it's actually, it was using Doctrine in the, in the background to, to generate uh, the schema changes. So the alter, alter statements. And basically we figured out, I had a colleague and we, we fixed it together. We submitted a, a PR and basically a small change of a couple of lines of code. They really looked at it. They really analyzed it. And we had to write tests. We had to cover everything. So it was, I mean, it was a bit stressful because, you know, for a change of a couple of lines of code where we took two hours to figure out what the problem is and one minute to fix it. In the end, we had like uh, three days worth of work because we need to really make sure that, that it was perfect. And I think that speaks to, to, the, to the overall quality of, of the software. I like to dive in. So I, everything I use, I do a deep dive so that I know what it's like. I extended Doctrine, I extended Symfony core components. So I really know my way around them. And for me, the, the best experience, the most consistent experience is Laravel. You know, you can find beautiful code in, in all of them. There are people who write amazing code, but then there's sometimes, okay, let's get this done. Let's get this fixed. And maybe you overlook something. You don't do such a good job in the, in, in the code review phase, and then some bad code sneaks in. I've seen bad code basically all over the place, but in Laravel, it's consistently, it's not perfect, but it's really consistently good. And I like it because I want the things I use uh, to be consistent and to be reliable. And this is from my experience, like really, I used to be a huge Symfony fan because I come from an engineering background. So I, I have a master's degree and everything, but uh, for me, it's like it was eye-opening once I put my biases aside and said, okay, now well, let's, let's give it a chance and really dived into it. I was, I was amazed. And since then, I really love it. So I, I hear people say that a lot. So it, it's a framework used by pretty much every industry pervasively. Is there, you know, how are people using it? Can you give us some examples of... Yeah, so it used to be like, if you want to do, I don't know, if you want to create APIs, for example, then you take Symfony because it has API platform, it has a bunch of cool extensions, and it's it's really structured in a way so that, that it's easy to use it like that. 
And if you if you mean like like this, if, if it's used like for decoupled things, for 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 normal old school web development, it's it's basically now used in every form and, and fashion. So as I said, it has a really cool extension. So from from web shops to from e-commerce to to really huge B2B and ERP systems, it's it's used everywhere. It used to be that notion that you know Symfony is more for business-like software where you need you know uh, structure and and you need to make sure that everything's correct. But now that has shifted entirely, and and like Laravel is taking over basically, in, as I said, in in almost all areas except healthcare. So I'm not sure what's going on there. Maybe it would be interesting to figure out. <laughs> why that's happening but yeah it's it's used as primarily as as a yeah so web development framework basically people use it mostly as as in a normal standard you know uh, tightly coupled way where you basically do server-side rendering for everything but in the last couple of years since since the whole expansion began and and we started decoupling things and doing more like front-end stuff and and communication with the api and everything they really integrated this was, I think, the, the best move they did, that they integrated with the correct technologies and they, they, they did a really great integration with everything. So now people are using it like that as well. So I've done projects. We've done a project actually in, in Tag One like that, where we had Laravel backend and UJS in the front end. So it's now basically same as every other framework. You can use it in ever which way you want it. You, you talked about a lot of advantages, you know, consistent feel across it, awesome documentation, code quality. What else? Like, how does it affect, say, like development experience or, you know, the speed of processes? Yeah, so it's it's really because it has this, this consistent feel to it and, and it is actually consist, consistent all, all across the board. It's very it's much faster than developing in other frameworks. At least that was my experience. So, you know, if if you want to do something, you do it and it's there, it's it's very easy. So it helps you, like it, it has a lot of <laughs> this, they used to say like, it's it's a framework for web artisans and really it, it is like that because it takes away a lot of, a lot of things that are, you know, a lot of configuration, a lot of a lot of things that you would normally do maybe in other frameworks. It just does it for you. It helps out a lot, and you just you can really just jump in and and code, and that that really helps. Plus, of course, if you have any questions, you need to look something up. The documentation is extensive. You have a bunch of Laracasts. You can you can look things up. It's it's really really a good experience. So you know you know that thing when you you need to I don't know you need to do something quickly. For example, you have like one user story that you need to develop and the user story is maybe a couple of hours long like if i have to do it in symphony i would you know i would have to i i, I wouldn't say I, I wouldn't struggle of course when, you, when your experience is not a problem but you somehow have this block in your head where you're like okay i need to do this and this and this and then you get to the grunt of the work where you need to work actually and with laravel it's like you just jump in and you're done and somehow this whole process is a lot simpler this has this has maybe a, a negative side to it, and because if you if you look at projects that are written, for example, in Symfony, people know people know where to like the style of of the the code will be in in a certain way. With Laravel, if you know if you know Laravel, if you do it the Laravel way, then it's perfect. 
but it's so easy to use that you can basically do it whatever way you like. So you, you may end up with a, <laughs> you, you check two projects and it's like they're different, they're written in, in totally different things. One of them can look like uh, it's done by an engineer and the other like an artist, you know, it's, it's totally different. It lets you basically be in charge of how you, how you want to, to solve things, which is, of course, it has negative side, sides as well. But for me, that's, that's great because you can just jump in and, and work right away flexibility can can be a curse you know i grew up you know 25 years ago with pearl <laughs> and yeah, it, so. <laughs> you know pretty much had the same problem it was both amazing and infuriating at the same yeah. time i mean the fact that you can do things so many different ways and so quickly and easily does this impact security like are you know or if you do things the laravel way it's just you know taken care of actually it's it's pretty security is pretty i mean i never know some like security issues and some holes of course if you don't do the i mean it it takes away all the necessities where you have to take care of a bunch of, of security features so it's really good in that regard it's it's as safe as any other systems it actually relies on on some symphony core components in the background so it's basically from that in that regard it's the same it's like with everything else if you don't know what you're doing you can it can go wrong but it actually masks out a lot of a lot of issues that you would normally maybe take have to take care of yourself it does it for you so things like cross-site scripting sql injection stuff like that you don't have to worry about it at all so it it takes care of of all of those things like you know on on its own so these this most basic stuff will be covered automatically that's like i think the perfect uh, word for it and and the rest you have to take care of your own on your own like like in any other framework or language. You mentioned that you know Laravel is a framework. What you know is does it have any front end components? You know, and is it also a front end application? Is it purely a back end framework? How does well basically it 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 you can use a lot of variations with, with Laravel. So it comes out of the box. It comes with the so called Blade templates. So it, it now has Blade X as well. So you can choose like what rendering engine you want to use for the front end. It doesn't come with ready-made components. So you're free to choose whatever you want. What's really cool about Laravel is they're now, now choosing and forcing and, and really tight, not tightly, but really well integrated with Tailwind CSS. I know we at Tag1 now are also using Tailwind on, on uh, now across the board, not, not everywhere, but we're trying or we're starting to use it. It's really great. I, I love it. It also, it also adds this layer of consistency everywhere. And I, I like that they chose that. So as, as I was saying, you can, you can choo choose which like engine you want to use for, for rendering. You can, you can also choose, it's really easy to integrate with both React and Vue.js. So it, it's also like comes pre-prepared for, for those uh, front-end frameworks where, where it really helps out and sort of gets out of the way for you so you can you can do your work. So you know normally if you if you do like really decouple the apps you have like on on one side you have your backend framework. So you would use Laravel, you would use CIs as endpoints, and the other side you would have a totally different repository with just the front end code with maybe even totally different development teams who work on those two. And Laravel is so well integrated with both React and Vue that you don't have to separate them at all. It's just you have your entry point and then you can work work basically on the same code base so it takes away some of this clutter on its on its own 
one last question before we jump into the next segment. Are there type, you know, Laravel being a backend framework, you know, you talked about the difference between, you know, some of the CMSs that are out there. You know, is there an obvious use case where you would say, uh, you know, Laravel is not a fit, you should be using a CMS. And are there applications you know, that really stand out as, you know, no way should you be using a CMS, you know, a framework like Laravel is the best idea. So if basically if you need something to manage, to really manage content, like, you know, you have, you have a strong online presence, you have, uh, you have an internal network where, where you want to share some things you have, like where you, you need to really take care of your content, then you need to use a CMS. So Drupal is perfect for that. I don't think there's anything else better, not just in PHP, but like in any other, in any other language. And for that, you know, it's not Laravel because you would need to do that all that on your own. There are some CMS, uh, CMSs in Laravel. I think the most popular is October CMS. I actually did some extensions for it a while back. It was fine, but it's really not popular. So, you know, Laravel is if you want to do something from scratch, if you need to, to implement something, you take Laravel and, and you just quit, uh, and you know, you implement it in Laravel. That's, that's basically the way it, it goes. So my, my answer would be, if you need to implement something, you have custom logic, you have, you have some requirements and it's not about, you know, managing content. It's not about just content on a website. It's really about like some, some business logic. It's about, you know, calculations, whatever you do, it's, it's a good choice. If, if you are about content, if you really need to manage content, and as I said, you have a strong online presence or something, then you need something like, like Drupal, that would be the biggest difference. So Drupal has everything out of the box. You just, you can basically not be a developer and do, and, and already have a website. And with Laravel, it's like, you can only use it as a developer, so. <laughs> awesome. Well, that, that, was, that was fantastic. I really appreciate you giving us an overview. I'm eager to jump into, you know, monolithic applications and decoupled systems and the future of development in Laravel. And those two segments are coming up. If you liked this talk, please remember to upvote, subscribe, and share it with your friends. Uh, you can check out past team talks at tag1.com slash tag1 team talks. We'd love your feedback on this segment and episode, as well as future topic ideas. You can write us at tag1 team talks at tag1consulting.com. A uh, huge thank you to you, Laszlo, and to everybody who tuned in. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Okay.